What's up, failures, and welcome to the Chicken Hunt ACNC Fancast. I am your host, Noah, joined as always by my co host. Is it going to be a question this time or a, d- a declarative statement? I am Nick. A declarative statement for the win. <laughs> What's going on, Nick? Ah, uh, you know, just fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, That's where I'm at. Yeah, we you actually. You know what? They, there is something important, though. What's that? An alligator was found in a pond not far from here. Are you serious? I'm totally serious. Like you're like, like earlier like today, time, I saw time, a like video time out from any pretense. You're being totally serious. I am 100 percent serious. Holy An shit. alligator was found in a pond, and it's like, well, there must have been a pedo. How can we? What? That's wrong. I forgot about the. I forgot about the. Let's feed. Uh, let's feed Dennis <laughs> feed them to, to alligators. alligators. You wanted to feed both of them to alligators. Feed them both. But I came to Randy's defense, and I yeah, stand by yeah. it. That's fine. That's fine. I but... actually did some really bizarre research today. <laughs> probably people should not um, release my Google history to the public because it would probably look really bad. I was trying to figure out like, what's the age of consent in Mississippi? Uh, Thirteen. Is it, is it different for <laughs> is it different for gay relationships as a pair, as opposed to straight relationships? Because I think that's a thing. Well, in some states, any homosexual act is still technically illegal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I was trying to think of ways to basically, which is crazy, by it, the way, which, which like, is we absolutely not, bonkers. Insane. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Well, and I think anybody who would try to charge somebody with with one of those crimes they wouldn't dare. They just haven't gotten around yeah. to taking it off the books yet. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. 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 Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. But I was trying to find ways to defend Randy because I just Randy's. I love Randy as a character, and I can't wait to get into books four and five. Um, I actually started book four this morning, just anticipatorily. You know what? I I set my Kindle to to C and C four. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting ready. Yeah, I'm getting, getting ready. ready. Yeah. I've only. I mean, I've done. I it. didn't want to start reading it because it would blur in with three. That's, I had the same thought. I was like, I don't know if I want to start it yet because I don't want to. I don't want to like. Um, I guess uh, weaken my recollections of book three, even yeah. with my notes. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, so that's like I didn't take any notes. I'm just going right. off the off the dome. But for those of you listening, whoever whoever joined us on the last episode, we had kind of mentioned that we were just going to do our standard thing of pressing stop and then coming right back to start a new episode just to keep the episodes digestible. Um, that didn't wind up happening. Yeah, because you know we're grown ups. Yeah, yeah. And stuff happens. Yeah, we had some. And there were babies. Family issues and, and um, bath time issues. Yeah, need to be bathed. Yeah, and it's cool. And Nick and I just because I'm not trying to keep anything um, off the table in terms of good discussion. We actually had a lot of discussion about our discussion on on last show. Yeah. Um, in terms of some of the conversations we had about the you know the racial stuff and right. I mean, like know. I think we wanted. Everyone to know, like, we're not experts. Yeah. But we're trying. Yeah. And I think, like, that's worth something. Yeah, and we right? just want to always make sure... Because we're having these conversations off the cuff, you sure. know? And, like, when we press stop, a lot of times... And it's me, admittedly, who's kind of the more self-conscious one to say, like, did I... Did, am I going to get in trouble? Like, did I say anything bad? And Nick was very kind. They're like, no, 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 no. You're, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Um, and we listened... I listened back to it. And I think you listened to it, too, right? Yeah, you I listened did. I listened to the whole thing. And we, and we were both like, oh, yeah, that, that wasn't so bad. Or at least, right. you know, I think we represented ourselves very well. But we just... We always want everybody to know... That any conversations we have that brush on sensitive or delicate topics that we we just we mean them to be constructive and um, you know we are having these conversations live off the top of our heads. So we, yeah, I mean you know, we we're not pre-recorded. We're not you know I mean we're pre-recorded, but we're not like scripted. We're yeah, not. Yeah. What, I mean we're barely well thought out. Yeah, but as I I think I even said in the last show, I think the fact that we care enough to care um, says all it needs yeah, to I say. Mean, like, but because we do. I mean we you know. 
We do. But we don't want and anyone to feel like they can't check us on these things. Yeah, and absolutely. If, you know, like, if anyone if... has takes exception to any of it or disagrees with any of it, then please, you know, send us a tweet, send us an email, let us know. Yeah, um, hey, there's a there is that email address. That, that we email, chickenhutpodcast at gmail.com. It yeah. rolls so trippingly off the tongue. Right, it does. He thrusts his fists against the post and still insists he sees no ghosts. I don't know that one. That's probably five years worth of uh, theater <laughs> lessons. That's the only thing I remember from yeah. all of that. Yeah. I, listen, that was that was weird. It was it was a little bit weird, but it happened, and it now did. we're here. We're going to talk about the rest hey, of book three. Hey, there's book three. <laughs> but you know, I feel I feel like this is kind of like our rite of passage, Nick. We've got I to start so. the show, and then we've got to talk about random bullshit for at right. least five minutes, like alligators and ponds. It's like foreplay. Where they shouldn't it's be. conversational foreplay. Hell yeah! You don't want to just dive right in. You don't go stampeding for the clitoris. No. If whoa, the meaning of whoa, life taught us whoa, anything, it just went from zero to ten real quick. <laughs> If I wasn't going to mark our podcast explicit before, we sure should just ring that bell now. Listen, man, you said we marked it as explicit, so I'm good. So let's just go for the gold, right? I mean, I'm not not going to go for, you know, remember those. those. Remember those long pauses we were talking about just before we came on the air? Listen, I, I did that on purpose. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, um, by all means, delete all of those long pauses. When you guys listen to this, you'll be like, oh, they weren't that long. In real in real life, each each in between each one of those words was nearly thirty seconds. Thirty solid seconds. Just like and during that whole time, I'm making eye contact with Noah, and he's got bated breath, just waiting for me to say whatever it is I'm going to say, it's and then very I don't say it. And then you made it worse by using the word baited. I know, right? Um, so let's see, where were we last time, Nick? We with were... an I, right? B a i t. Is that how you? Is that how you spell that word? I don't know. When how do you spell bait? Breath. Have you seen Idiocracy? I I have. <laughs> Go away, baiting. Go away, I'm baiting. Baiting. It's good stuff. Uh, so we were about, I think, a little more than halfway through book three yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we've, you know, and you know. We, we've kind of just been, I've been using my notes to kind of just generally keep us moving in the right direction, but we've kind of gone like forward and backward a little, like, you know, two steps forward, one step back, then three steps yeah. forward, you know, and it, And it I'm sure like that we got fine. a bunch of the book wrong. Like, there was a section that I was listening to where we're like, not sure yeah. who's where. And we got ourselves talked into it. We're just like, I don't even know who's doing what at this point. And but that's, pr- I think, listen... That's what that happens. It happens, but I think it's presumed that anyone listening to these podcasts, you would assume, has listened to or has read or listened to the books sure. before listening to each sure. episode of the and show. And they know they know better than us what's going on. Yeah, and so they can follow along. Like I would think that anyone. You know, we, who... we ended up mentioning Mountain Dew in our first yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's no Mountain Dew in the first book. It's Doritos. Yeah, I think it was Bevan himself. Bevan himself. Yeah. And and it's it's great because you made a joke on the Facebook group. I make jokes. That it was like, oh, look at you. What I was are like, you, what, some, what are you some kind of CNC? Oh, wait. And I was going to make the same joke, but then I saw that you had already made it, and I was like, oh, all right, that's cool. We don't need to make that joke Because well, you were in the middle of a long, awkward pause, and so I made the joke. Yeah, I, I seized the moment. <laughs> so when we last left you, our, our sweet, sweet, beloved audience... Um, I think we were we stopped right before the date. We kind of like we kind of talked about the date a little bit, and then we were we like, did. "Let's save this till next time." Yeah, the date's good shit. There's the date a lot is of good fun shit. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, did I just burp right in the mic? Oh, I may oh, have to edit yeah. that out. <laughs> no, you know don't it, do it. When it let happens, it, it happens. Um, so Let's just go full Cooper. Let me let me just take a brief una momente um, to refresh myself. We were at chapter twenty one, 
is when Jin Fizzle, the whole pursuit of Jin Fizzle passes by the Olive Garden. Right. And that's when Mordred starts to figure out that Stacy is a plant. Yes. So, um, so I think that there is a bit of the date um, prior to that. It kind of like alternates. Yeah. Like back and forth between the Jin Fizzle pursuit and the date at Olive Garden. But we've already talked about most of the Jin Fizzle stuff. I, yeah, I think eggs. we're good on, on Jin Fizzle. Yeah. We don't need to talk more about But there's a moment, fiddle. there's a brief moment where those two storylines briefly collide. Yeah. Um, and then the Jin Fizzle thing kind of like literally moves down the road. Right. And kind of resolves itself elsewhere. Um, but the date continues. And it, it's that brief intersection of those two storylines that tips Mordred off but we'll go back to the beginning so yes. in terms of, of so the, um, the Stacy date. date yeah that's yeah. where we're starting so when Stacy first gets there she's not really sure who she's looking for right yeah um, and she's just kind of hanging out yeah and she meets and this guy at the bar who's a super nice guy and he buys her drinks and they talk and yeah they and she seems to be having like a good time with this guy and she's like really hoping that this guy is Mordred like, and it's not and it's totally not I mean but at this point she's what four or five like Manhattans into her evening something like which that. is that's a lot to drink it is and you know what and maybe i didn't think about that before i talked about her her like seeming to enjoy the date with mordred yeah like she's she's kind of drunk and she acknowledges that and i'm not even not even just she but i think like even the narration kind of makes a point of saying like you yeah. know she's having a good time but alcohol definitely doesn't hurt that equation yeah at all. yeah i think that's that's important because i mean i was gonna be sort of like in defense of mordred here yeah be i mean like i want i want to be in defense of Mordred. Why? Just... <laughs> I'm going to put you on the defensive for once. Like, he's... He is, like... He's a... Like, okay. Use your words, Nick. I'm, I'm working on it. Okay. I'm going to grunt a little bit more. Is that your new uh, tack? Like, instead of long, awkward silences, just make random noises until you're ready to say something? <laughs> that is now. All right. So, Mordred is this... Mordred is like 30 guys I know, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, I want, I want those guys to be okay. Yeah. Right. And, and if Mordred isn't going to be okay, like, I don't know. I think like some of those guys aren't going to be okay. And that's hard for me. Right. You know, well, cause like, I, I want my fedora wearing nerd friends to like get their shit together and right. stop, stop. Right. Just stop. You, you know? want to believe that it's possible for people, even of uh, of maybe a nerdy persuasion, to find love and yeah. You know? I mean, like it's it's happened for both of us. You sure. Know? I mean, we're huge dorks, and somehow we convince women to hang out with us. Like, well, I, I you know, I, and I found the unicorn. And yeah. We found, like, I mean, you, you did a, fine. Yeah. A super awesome nerdy girl. <laughs> like there's. Yeah. It's a rare breed. It is for sure, and like I pay her well though. That's important. Yeah. That really is important. Yeah. But I get what you're saying, and you know, Stacy is there obviously under false pretenses but Mord sure. but Mordred doesn't but they have that. a good time and like during the date they do have a good time yeah and she and, says as much like, and she says as much like yeah. she didn't expect to have a good time and maybe that's like one of those oh yeah well good for you Mordred like if yeah. you could just get over that initial hump where you're a horrible sort of gross blob right and just be a human being so when he first walks in, she kind of, you know, does she hangs her head, and the guy at the bar really doesn't understand what's happening, and Mordred, in all his uh, lacking in self-awareness glory, yeah. strolls in. So they sit down, and I think it's it's pretty quick, because Tim is supposed to be outside, like, watching her, right? right. Or keep, and he, like, falls asleep. Yeah. Such a piece of shit. Oh, my God. Like, literally, her life may be on the line, and he falls asleep. Is that what happens? Tim falls asleep? Cause, yeah. And I thought Julian and Ravenus were also supposed to be Ravenus. watching. Ravenus. 
Julian and Ravenous yeah. were also supposed to be watching Exits. That I don't remember for sure. And then right? there was supposed to be somebody out in the car. Right. Like, I, I felt like, like it was another one of those situations where they needed to just fucking tackle Mordred. Right. Like, they've got all these backup plans and everything else and... But they don't know whether he'll have the dice on him. They don't know. And I think there is, because we talked about this last time in terms of like not tackling him um, outside the comic book shop. Yeah. And I do kind of remember since then, um, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. There is, there is a couple mentions of the notion that they didn't know how quickly he could possibly summon the horseman. And they, they needed to take him off guard mm. to prevent him from summoning the horseman. Like even okay. though they're not all the way powered up yet, yeah. they're already... Even as far as the failures are aware, they're already like level eight or nine. Yeah. You know, and yeah. in the real world, a level eight or nine cleric, wizard, rogue, and barbarian could really fuck some shit up. Yeah, for sure. And I do remember there are some mentions about that. They're like, we can't spook him. We we have to be sure when we confront him that we don't give him the ability to summon the horseman. And that's okay. something they're really concerned about. And okay. as they rightly should be. Yeah, that makes sense. But anyway, I, I as far as whether Julian and Ravenous are, are meant to also be helping with that and then maybe get called away because of the... I, I don't remember. But I, I know that... Because I'm looking right at my notes. Chapter 9 opens immediately from Tim's POV. And like the whole chapter starts with Tim waking up and being yeah. like, oh shit, I fell asleep. Yeah. And then he's like, oh no, 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 no. What happened? What happened? And yeah. so then he's like, I got to get in there and find out. Right. Even though that's not originally part of the plan. Right. But I think he just kind of panics. And when he panics and he goes in... He has to, like, sneak around. People are just like, what the fuck are you doing, right. weird little kid? I mean, like, it is quit... what he's made for. He is a rogue. But he's bad at it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and... Well, in an olive know... garden, yeah. And he's, like, reaching onto the tables and pulling breadsticks off of the table and stuff. like, And, yeah. like, putting his hand in... And, I mean, like, everyone sees him doing this except for, like, Mordred, who's the only person he's actually hiding from. Which is kind of a trope, right? Like, in movies, when, you're, when you've got this thing that, like, the only person who doesn't see the hijinks is the person who's not supposed to see the hijinks. Because yeah. Stacy spots him, yeah. right? And kind of runs interference. Right. And even to the point where, like... Tim is right next to the men's room and Mordred is like, I have to go to the bathroom. And she's like, yeah, but you Tim, know, Tim like gets the out. nose Tim rubs. Escapes. Tim escapes without any real, sure. no harm, no foul. Um, but then Mordred gets away from him because he's not asleep when Mordred freaks out. He's not asleep when no. Mordred like rolls, has Stacy roll the dice apparently. Well, but I think, because I think what happens is that Tim panics because when he wakes up, I don't think he knows whether he's been asleep for five minutes or an hour. So like, sure. and he can't see Stacy. So he has to go in and confirm that she's okay, that the plan is and still on. And he does. On. And he does. And so he does. he's like, all right, now I'll go back out and all is good. Um, but then the Jin Fizzle thing kind of really spooks Mordred. Okay. And Stacy goes to the bathroom and Mordred kind of just follows her in there. Like, yeah. It's about as creepy a movie yeah. as it gets. Yeah. That's like another sort of irredeemable quality of Mordred's. He's yeah. willing to walk into the ladies' room. And she puts up kind of a token a token defense, like, you know, to, to play dumb. But Mordred sees right through it. Uh, yeah. She rolls a one on her, her bluff check, apparently. Sure. Um, and into the game she goes. Yeah. Or at least, I, I think that the, I don't think that it definitively ends, like, letting us know that. But, like, clearly, that's what happens. Yeah, he's like, I've got a present for you. Yeah, like a parting like, gift or yeah, something. Yeah, he's got the, like, like he's got the dice. And yeah. he has her roll it. And... Well, and then there's another dream with the with the horseman not too long after that with Dave. And I think, again, it's not it's not outright confirmed. 
But while Dave is kind of observing the horseman's lair, he's mostly taking stock of like all the weapons they have sure. and just kind of like trying to get as much information out of them as he can. And there's a part where like two of the horsemen drag somebody in with a with a like a bag over their head, and like that's obviously that's Stacy. Yeah, we don't know that yet, but right, that's you know clearly. And then what's they happening. you know like. This will be Mordred's queen. Yeah, because he's completely in love with her. Which you can't blame him for that. It's the first woman who's ever shown him any intention. Of course he's in love with her. Well, that, and I just meant we both have professed our undying love for Stacy as well. Sure. Because Stacy's awesome. She's great. Yeah. What are you, well, we'll <laughs> save it for predictions at the end, but remember yeah. that we'll have to come back to this. Because I, I don't think in book three it's revealed like what her, what her uh, class is or anything right. like that. Her yeah, stats. okay. I did want to talk about that. And cool. we'll talk about that for Randy and for uh, Denise as well. Like, okay. What, that'll be a fun thing to That'll be fun. On, okay, there know? we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, so Stacy's in the game. And I think the start of chapter 24 is from Stacy's POV. So, like, that's when we officially confirm Stacy is in the game. Um, there's some interesting stuff between her and the horseman. We kind of established that Death is the horseman's leader. I don't remember what names correspond to which horseman, but like yeah. we'll just call them by their horseman name. I was kind of surprised here. Well, I, yeah, I'm not good at that either because I remember Scott and Eric. Right, but I don't the even, other even horsemen then I don't remember seemed... which ones are which. And Nathan, one is and Nathan. Nathan. Yeah, yeah and like Nathan's Death. And I just don't, I don't remember sort of who was important or not and i mean like the they were they they all suck yeah right all of them are awful they're all awful um but they're middle school trolls right but there's i think it is scott who who's like kind of pulling the punches the one who's not, left behind with her yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. he's there's... almost he's like he's almost a little bit more human than the other three well, and you got to also remember, like emotionally and intellectually, they are still middle schoolers. And Stacy is not ex- explicitly aware of that, but right. she kind of and like even in the narration, there are some thoughts um, where she makes it kind of clear that she suspects that they are young. Because I think there's yeah. even a line where she's like, "Man, how young are these people?" You know. Yeah. And, but we we very clearly establish that Death, which I believe is Nathan, is the leader. Yeah. Right. Because um, I think even like the Rogue, one of them tries to kind of challenge him, and he's like, "Oh, really? You know, rot." Yeah. And, God, I wish you listened to the books because um, three of the horsemen, they're kind of just like they all kind of roughly sound the same. But then, but Death um, is very distinct and very different, which I also think is part of how they establish him as the leader is that his voice is a lot easier to, to distinguish and recognize. Um, and it's, it's awesome, man. I, I keep saying I'm going to play you these clips and then I never, I never do it, but I will get around to it. But shout out to Jonathan Sleep, as always. Cause... Yeah, eventually I'll listen to one of these instead of just reading it myself. Because it really is creepy. Like, the, like the, the voice that Death uses, um, it's, it's really good. It's really creepy. Or the, the voice that Sleep uses for Death, he really nails, I think, the tone that Bevan was going for in, in writing the dialogue, you know? It's like sure. very cold and very kind of quiet and very creepy. Um, and I really like it. So... The Scott stays behind to yep. basically babysit Stacy, and Stacy kind of has is twirling him right around her finger. Yeah, you know, and I think it mentions that like her her boobs are bigger than yeah. the normal, and she's definitely yeah. playing that card for all that it's worth. Sure. Um. So she kind of tricks Scott, um, into what is it like leaving the room, and she like gobbles down a bunch of potions, just kind of haphazard, like just like you know, get them all down the gullet. Yeah. And, um, she pretty much escapes pretty easily, really. Yeah, and that's like how she gets away, um, yeah. and then she falls. Yeah, but she doesn't fall to her death, which is cool. <laughs> her and I have I have a note here that when she escapes and she's basically just like flying with like plus eight strength yeah. and like and like all these potions, like she's basically high as hell. 
that there's a part where it describes in the book that she lets out a victory yell and like yeah. they they play that in the audible and it's oh my god i was dying you've played the i'm dying card a couple of times but that i maybe when we're done recording this i'll play that for you okay it's really okay. really funny so she's just kind of blasts her way out the door like the like the elevator and at the end of Willy Wonka. Um, sure. And With, just without the glass elevator. Exactly. So chapter twenty five is where Goose Waddle uh, scries Mordred. Um, yep. and We kind of figure out, you know, I think the reader is kind of meant to figure it out a little more quickly than the failures that he's at a hotel. You know, you're kind of like, oh yeah, he's at a hotel. Um, I mean, I it took me a minute. I was like, "Wow, he's in like his house is in garbage." Okay, yeah, that's cool. And it kind of is made completely irrelevant the whole scry because the moment, like, I think literally a moment after they figure out that he's at a hotel and they don't know which one, yeah. Julian calls. Oh, that's right, because we've talked a couple of times about where Julian is. There's this, this giant black hole where we don't know where Julian is. Yeah, and this is the reveal. Because yeah. he disappears at one point, and everyone's he was like, supposed Where is to Julian? be. He was supposed to be watching exits, right? But he figures out. I think he says like he spotted a Mordred's car or something like that, and he yeah. follows Mordred to the casino. Okay, because that's why Julian's there way ahead of everybody yeah, else. Yeah, because right after Goose Waddle scries Mordred, Julian I don't know, calls what, them. What what the hell is Julian trying to do? I don't know. He like goes into the casino and he starts using Mage Hand on the roulette table. It's honestly, it's what I would do. It, it's what I would do too. Um, but think, and he has nothing else to do. He's not going to go confront Mordred by himself. But what is he doing? I don't know. What is his plan? I admittedly did have that thought. Like, to what end is this happening? Yeah. Why you know? does he? Why is he like big balling right now? What, what's the point? I mean, Mordred could come down at any moment, as far as he knows. Sure, and you know? see him. And yeah. see him. He, yeah. Mordred could be into. He could into. The and he gets all. He gets like all drunk as hell too. He gets like, super drunk, drunk and like, like sloppy drunk. Yeah. Throws up on some dude's suit, and then the dude calls him racial slurs and tosses him out. And, and I like, guess we're kind of skipping to the end, but not fully, um, because now that I think about it, and I play out the rest of julian's um part to play in this book that's pretty much like where he that's is. it like that's it for him yeah he I comes out at the end and gets hit on the head by the dice but he plays no, essentially yeah. no role in the climax of the book right he's just downstairs winning yeah winning a roulette for like and that's awesome yeah cool but what was his plan what the hell was he thinking i don't think he had a plan this that's uncharacteristic of it julian. is it is unca- uncharacteristic and maybe even a little inconsistent but um, you know I mean, I'm not, I'm not the king of this book. I think curiosity probably just got the better of him because he's like, I found Mordred. I have to wait for everyone else to get here. I'll just. Well, he, he tells Ravenus he's got a plan. He tell he tells who? Ravenus. Oh yeah, yeah. He that does tell. He does tell. <laughs> I should make you start saying it in a British accent too. <laughs> hip hip cheerio, governor. And so like, he goes in with a plan, and I I wasn't sure what it was. Yeah. But I knew he was gonna fuck it up. Julian, but, you mean? Yeah. But I think we've kind of beaten that point to death. Like, we don't really know what, what, yeah. what the point was, um, so moving on. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. That was that was odd to me, but so it's the next, cool. So the chapter 26, we've got Stacy. Um, she, I mean, like, it's. I think it's just for the purpose of moving the story on smoothly, sometimes much like we should do in this podcast, but Stacy almost immediately runs into Stuart. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, it's like, yeah. and it's like, oh, well, you stuck out like a sore thumb. And it's like, well, it took all of book one <laughs> for, yeah. for the failures to figure this all out. So I think it's a little deus ex machina, but whatever. Sure, it's but just... I mean, like, I think it makes sense that the, um, the four horsemen wouldn't be staying at a, uh, wouldn't be staying too far from Cardinia. Right. 
I mean, but that's Cardinia where they is out. described as being a very, very, very large city, and just kind of like sure. it's a little bit like, well, what are the odds? But you know what? Whatever, I can forgive this. I mean, but she's she's walking through, you know, the city. Like yeah. she goes in, she walks in the front entrance. It's I guess more about presumably. just the mathematical probability that she would even happen by Stuart, because Stuart says I just you stuck out like a sore thumb, but that would still require Stuart to be just by luck close enough proximity to her at the exact sure. time of day when yeah you know. yeah but like i said it's I, just uh, it's story it makes sense it's you know, cool it's all good because we don't know, need to like, have an entire book establishing how stacy hooks up with the people at the yeah at the horse head so which might it might have been might have been it might have been a good one like solo stacy yeah. uh, uh, a cnc story yeah but so Perfect. she so stewart runs into her pretty quickly <laughs> and they they have to um yeah, he says at one point he says you looked like glenn beck lost in harlem which was just kind of a nice <laughs> nice little jab and they have to bribe the guards because of the initial misunderstanding. But uh, so she, uh, Stuart, brings Stacy back to the horse head, um, and I think I'm skipping ahead a, a chapter, but just to follow the same storyline a little further. Sure. Um, there's a little bit of conversation where we officially reveal that Stacy has a crush on Tim, which is kind of hinted at a couple yeah, times. Yeah, it is. It um, is. And she and says cool. like he's kind of an asshole, but I don't yeah. know. He's I like him. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Stuart figures out the Stacy two failures connection because he finds her and realizes she's from Earth, but it still takes a little while before he's like, "Oh wait, you you know Tim and Cooper and yeah." And she's and uh, that's when that's the first time that the people who are at the Horsehead know that the teleportation was only like half successful. Right. Right. Like right. that they got they they were they did make it back to Earth, but that Cooper is still an orc and Dave is still uh, yeah a dwarf and things like that. Um, and then you think that's going to be a bigger deal, but I think Frank is the one who's kind of like, yeah, actually, we kind of thought that that was a possibility. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Because they're like, yeah, teleport doesn't actually change anybody's physical properties. It just moves you from one place to another. Sure. Um, and then almost right after Stacy shows up, the horsemen show up for Stacy. Right. They're like, oh, right. And, you know, they've you scryed know. through her eyes. And... Right seen her in the whore's head it's like the big bad wolf you know right like the three little pigs and then they hear she's got her eyes closed in the basement so they yeah they like hear the echo they can hear the echo yeah that was pretty good um yeah they catch her yeah and we skipped chapter 27 but i'm looking at my notes for it and thinking it's probably better that we skipped chapter 20 because the only thing that really happens in chapter 27 is um basically julian winning all this money at yeah julian wins a ton of money in roulette and we covered that already and like, I have I have a random note that says horse murder hit by bus because I think I'm just trying and I don't even remember what the circumstances of that were. Yeah. But I'm just trying to keep track of any time a horse is murdered <laughs> just because it's it's fun to keep track of them all. We should have like a body count for the horses. How many horses have died? Anybody out there listening to this? If you're starting the books and you still are um, inclined to do us a favor, just yeah. I, I would like just document just, all the horse murders. Yeah, count the horse murders. We'll do us. like an in memoriam um, yeah. page on the podcast site. Sure. Um, so. Chapter 29, oh, I, we probably shouldn't reopen this can of worms, but it is the first note that I have for chapter 29, which is the second reference that Randy is not a pedophile. But we already talked about his defenses of that and why we each stand where we stand on it. Um, but the the gang is driving to the casino. Um, Goose Waddle gets everybody high, which is also kind of like a really that random was weird. thing to happen, yeah. just out of nowhere. They're just like, they're on top of the parking garage. They like just coming got out up of with a their cop plan. car. Yeah. And Gooseswaddle's just like, hey, y'all, let's burn one down. Let's smoke it up, toke it up. Yeah. But, like, even though they know they're going in to confront Mordred, like, with probably the most important thing they've ever done in their lives, and they all get, they're all high as balls. Yeah, that makes sense for them. But whatever. That's, that that's seems what like happens. what they do. So, Catherine uses her uh, vampire glamour to get the room number. Yep. Um, so then we return to the whore's head. 
Uh, the Horseman standoff continues, and you know there's a there's a brief standoff, but Stacy very quickly because Stacy is as we've discussed at length. Stacy's a very good person. She's like, no, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah, no, wait, no, wait, wait, nobody, wait, nobody's, gonna, nobody's die. gonna die yeah, over nobody's me. Nobody's gonna die. So the Horseman, um, the Horseman takes Stacy, and there's like a little <laughs> bit of there's a bit of like a what is it like that Scott or Nathan sends up like the flare, you know, yeah. signaling, you know, you don't need to destroy them all, and and somebody shoots an arrow at him, and it just. Not much comes of it. It just disappears. It yeah. just disintegrates before it even hits him. So the plan back at the casino is that everybody's going to hop in the bag of holding. Um, Catherine in bat form and Goose Waddle's going to... They try to get Goose Waddle to go in the bag. And he's like, no way. Yeah. You no, know? not happening. And they're like... And he's like, well, I'll just fly. And they're like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And it turns out that's a really good thing they did it that way because they find out that busting through that window is not as easy as they thought it would be. Right. It's, it's only it's only because Goose Waddle's not in blasts. the bag. That, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it, it's only because Goose Waddle's not in the bag of holding that they're able to... Like, he doesn't yeah. like lightning bolt it. Yeah, he hits it with lightning bolt and it shatters. Yeah. Well, melts. Yeah, and then I have chapter 32 is kind of another like completely pointless Julian chapter where his... Uh, he finally runs out of spells. He's drunk enough where he loses concentration with the ball. Yeah. And then and he then gets he, kicked out. Yeah. And he's like, well, your kid's not going to Yale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, you, but you can still get your boob job. Oh, no. Yeah. no but, the, but then he does. He gives, yeah, he he gives, gives people the money. money. That's and it's right. Like, it's like right. the bachelorette that yeah. he got uh, dictated by. Yeah. That, and he's like, pouting. he's like, fuck I don't, you. He's like, fuck you. I don't owe you nothing. <laughs> Which is, again, very uncharacteristic for Julian to just but he's be so drunk. He's drunk. Yeah, he's but, super drunk. And he's all complaining, like, what, a guy can't win money out of here? And they're yeah. like, we're not kicking you out because you won. We're kicking you out because you're you're drunk. Yeah. Yeah. But that's really all that happens. In yeah. Tennessee. And it's like, okay, so what, and this is where I, my my thoughts in while reading was like, what was the fucking point of this? Yeah. Just filler, it kind of seems like. Like, uh, I don't know. But, you know. Yeah, it is what it is. As far as, I mean, it wasn't a description of a feast for filler, so it's... Yeah, that's true. So, the lightning bolt through the window, um, and I have a note here that there's an interesting clue, because they go in, they confront Mordred right in mid-thap, I think. Right. Um, but there's some there's some back-and-forth discussion with Mordred, and he, he makes a comment... Um, that you weren't supposed to, you weren't supposed to stay that way. You know, when they come back, he's like, you were supposed to come back and not have any memory of what happened. And even though he's saying that because he misunderstands how they got there, like he doesn't yeah. know that they used to teleport. Um, but that's kind of an interesting clue for us because it basically tells us, well, that is probably how it's supposed to work. Yeah. If they are returned the appropriate way, right? Which is important to tell us for like in the future, right? I mean, like I, I kind of assumed that's what would happen that they, they would have no memory. I didn't know that they would have no memory. That's that's the but important I, thing. But I thought that it was interesting that they would just come back. Yeah. You know, I mean, as themselves, they wouldn't, you know, come back as half orcs and hobbits. right. Because Mordred just he's mistaken, but he thinks that they came back somehow the right way, and that it just didn't work the way he expected. Which which begs a lot more questions about like, well, where did these dice come from? How did Mordred get them? Right, and that's that's the stuff that's really interesting. Right. That I Who explained to him stuff. how they were supposed like, to work? Yeah. 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 But I thought that was interesting. It's just kind of like a little bit of foreshadowing. Sure. Um, and I also have a note that uh, Dave is totally willing to let Stacy die if Mordred lets them use the dice. Did you catch that at all? Yeah, that there's a there's a point at which Mordred basically says like you know you guys can just walk away you yeah. know and um, 
but then Tim's like, no, but you know, Stacy's still in there, and Dave's just basically like, you know, sorry, Stacy, like, yeah, if you let us use the dice, we'll just leave, and we won't bother you anymore. And I'm like, wow, Dave really is a spineless piece of shit. Yeah, he kind of sucks. And he does kind of something similar a couple chapters later again, where he basically like tries to bail, even though Stacy and all the people at the horse head are are yeah. still left behind. Yeah, he's just like he's cool. He's like, man, I'm done. He's totally Fuck in it for shit. number one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but Tim calls Mordred's bluff. Uh, Mordred does summon the horsemen. So we do see that the dice yep. do, you know, they do work. They do have the power. I to loved it people. when they. I loved it when he summoned the horsemen. You loved it when he was surrounded by the naked, uh, like he's prepubescent some boys. gross fat man surrounded by prepubescent boys. Or wait, no, he's naked. They're not. Naked. He's naked. They're yeah. not. Yeah. And the hotel security busts in. He's yeah. like, this isn't what it looks like. And like, well, I'm. And there's porn on the I TV. I loved that it was it was the Mordred's like big plan. So you know he's no better than any of these other jackasses at you know figuring stuff out. And yeah. So Mordred takes a dive out the window, and it's—I can't yep. remember if it's—if it's made clear whether he jumps or whether he like accidentally stumbles backwards out the window. It's—it seems like he jumps. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to go but back. But I wasn't—I wasn't sure. Because but... I remember even as I was reading it, like not not being clear on whether he. Yeah. Because you know, the, because security is moving in on him. Right. So he's kind of also like moving back, like you know. Right. I think it's maybe a half, a little column A, a little column B. Sure. You know, because I then, think he probably realizes. But he throws the die. Yeah, yeah. He throws and he the disappears. Die. And we don't figure that out right Tim away. Tim gets the dice. Right. All of them. Yeah. He's one of them. Point. One of them hits Julian on the head, and they yeah. they, they figure it out. Yep. Tim's the smart one. And then he tries to. They try to use the dice. Right. And it to try to like doesn't because, come because back. again, Dave. Like Dave is like, nope, nope, nope. I'm doing it right now. Sorry, guys. Like I yeah. know there's still like real life people who are left behind. Yeah, and I'm done. And, yeah, but I'm done. Yeah. And but like so, if everybody did that, then those people would be he'd be condemning them to death, basically, in in the game. I mean, but that's that's how you bring people back. You don't need to go into the game to bring people back. Well, but he tries it and it doesn't work. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Out. But he's he's, he does, like, he's totally willing to just be done with the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's hard. That's 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 tough, man. I don't know what I would do. Yeah, that's fair. You know, that we like, you know they are very they are all very flawed people. But I I feel like I'm trying really hard to point these things out about people like Dave and and Julian, because I feel like Cooper and Tim. And rightly so, but Cooper and Tim take like the brunt of the criticism in terms of their character flaws. Yeah, you know, and Dave oftentimes is kind of one of the more morally correct people. Sure, but he also has his shit, and one of them is that he's a complete selfish prick. Sure, and that he's completely spineless. You know, he has no interest in putting himself at risk. On you know, I mean, but come on, man, how many healers are that? I don't know. Where they're just like. I'm going to stand in the back and let you guys take the damage, and then I'll heal you later. Yeah, maybe it's fitting for his personality <laughs> in more ways than one. So, um, yeah, so we figure out what happened with Mordred, that he's in the game now. Um, we go back to <laughs> we go back to the game, and like the, the situation with the Horsemen and Stacy is resolved kind of anticlimactically. Yeah, right? Stacy's on the flying carpet. Which is just basically stationary. Yeah, and Tim ends up on top of there and pulls and the bag And she's talking for like five minutes solid. And he's yeah. like, I didn't know when you were going to shut the hell up. And <laughs> so Stacy's rescued. Ba -ba -da -ba 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 -ba. Yep. Um, you know, Randy's in the game. Dennis yep. in the game. We kind of skipped over the Waffle House thing a little bit, except for yeah. the aspects of it. But they're all at the Waffle House. And um, I think Randy goes in accidentally, right? Because like they, they figure out that the dice don't work. 
um, when Dave tries to use it and they don't work. And so someone's like, oh, you know, Randy, toss, pass me that. Yeah. Because they think that the dice are inactive and Randy tosses it and then just disappears. Yeah. yeah. And then Dennis is like, oh, I want to get my balls back. Yeah. So, so he throws. Dennis dives in head first. Um, and then the rest of them are like, oh, shit, we don't have any money to pay for this food. And I well, here, I'll, I'll take a time out because here's, here's something I wanted to talk about. Um, I remember... Before I before I started rereading book three, I couldn't remember the exact details, but I remember thinking to myself, all right, this is not, strictly speaking, a realistic series, but it does seem like Bevan does try to take some opportunities to say, well, what what would real people do if this did happen? Yeah. And here's one of the issues where I, I take exception to this, because I remember thinking, well, why don't, before they teleport back into the game, like, why don't they bring a ton of shit with them? Like, why don't they bring, like, fucking penicillin and... You know what I mean? Like, uh, well, even in computers, in, in and... game rules, penicillin. Even like, like when Cooper got stabbed with, or got healed uh-huh. in quotation marks from the anti venom, right? Uh-huh. It becomes another game item when it's used on a game character, uh-huh. right? So even though that anti venom was meant to be like very specifically for like some sort of, I mean, scientific reason. Once they used it on Cooper, it became... Because anti-venom is anti-venom. Anti-venom. Right. Right. And it worked and all that stuff. But it worked because of... So if they take stuff into the game... It probably wouldn't It just becomes game items and they have one function. That's fair. Because I was going to say, like, like, they do bring the bag holding back with them. Like, the penicillin would, uh, would operate as a healing potion... Right. Right? Like, which would be cool. But they didn't even try. Like, because they don't know whether it would be successful. And they yeah. don't even, like, try to bring anything back. Like, yeah, like What about true. guns? Like, you know, why wouldn't Didn't they... they bring a gun? I don't think they did. Or did they... They just emptied the guns. I like, because Cooper had a shotgun left. That was, like, the last gun that he had. Yeah. And he fired into the window until it was empty. I just think it seemed, like, awfully rushed. That, like, in the middle of... And they do say, like, oh, we don't have any money to pay for this. But, like, whatever. Goosewaddle's still there. Like, he could... He could magic... He could hold the entire store until they all left. Yeah. It just seemed like they really rushed back into the game. Right. Um, and didn't, like, put any kind of real preparation. Well, Tim is, is rushing into the game because Tim's chasing after Stacy. Well, they could have settled their affairs. They've already established that time moves a lot slower in the game. So they know that they have a little bit of time to work with. Yeah. You know, like, Mordred disappears for like 12 hours and only like 30 seconds goes by in the game. Yeah. Um, they don't go like, you know, maybe send someone a quick email to say, Hey, uh, Hey, it's me, Tim Cooper, Julian and Dave and I are all going on a camping trip. Don't know when we'll be back. Like, I don't know something yeah. to like put their affairs in order. Sure. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe, I mean, who are they going to put them in order to? I don't know. Like, I, I don't, does Tim even have parents? Does Honestly, it do I mean, any of them never, do? It's never, it's never explicitly said that like their parents are dead. I, I mean, I, yeah. It is referenced that Julian is originally from Buffalo, New York, so he's okay. out of town. But I don't know. Like I said, it just rubbed me weird that if I were in that That's situation fair. before I went back into the game, I'd at least be like, "All right, is there anything we want to do before we go back into this medieval yeah. <laughs> world?" Yeah. You know, yeah, that makes sense. So that makes sense. That's one nitpick that I had. You know, and I've, as I've said several times, I'm a huge, huge, huge I mean, fan of these if, books. If you're but... sitting there looking at the game books and the game rules, and you've got your character sheet there, you don't even have to. You don't have to like. Do anything other than write it in right you know yeah like they wouldn't even have had to go and collect this stuff they could just write it on their character sheets yeah and then there it is 
I've just tried right? to make it a like, point that if I think of any criticism that I think, you know, I owe it to this show to almost make it a point to bring up my criticisms because I don't want it to just be like a suck, suck off fest of, of everything Robert Bevan writes. Sure. Uh, even though I'm like a, a about as big a fan you, as it gets. You're, you're just trying to marked. be trying to be objective. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's fair. That's what it is. So that's I think that's just about the end of the book. Like we're we're at the horse head. The whole gang is there. We have the reveal of Dennis now being Denise, which is you know, so poetic and perfect. Uh, okay, poetic and perfect. Why is that? Because it's it's a fitting punishment that the only reason he even went... For one, he's a pedophile. He's a terrible person. Yeah. And, and he deserves any punishment he gets. Right. And so, like, really anything he wants, I want whatever is the opposite of that. Okay. Right? So, like... I, I That's just... why it's poetic. Because all Dennis wants is his nuts back. Yeah. And he goes into the game, and not only does he not have nuts, but... Yeah. Like, he's now stripped he's... of all of his... His, ma- his masculinity. He's a, a woman. becomes a woman. Yeah. Which again, it's not that I'm saying that there is anything wrong with being a woman, but it's not. It's the opposite of what Dennis wants. And that's whatever, fair. Okay, what, that makes sense. Yes. Okay, because like, I don't know. I read it as like, so his punishment for being a creepy pedophile is now he's a woman, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that sucks. Like, I can't imagine that it's that bad to be a woman. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> but if, but if he, but if, but if he doesn't want to be a woman, then I'm glad and if, that he yeah. Is. And you know what? Yeah, and maybe that's it. Is like if that's what he doesn't want. And it makes him angry and it upsets him. Fine. Good. And it kind of makes Better. me wonder, is it like, is it karma like doing that to him because they know he is so terrible? Or is it just because of like some transmutative thing where he goes into the game and he literally doesn't have male testicles. So the game just translates that into him being a woman. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? And the books never address it, just to, right. just to clarify. Or at least as like, a It's so complicated. I mean, like, gender is complicated. But it's funny so. as shit. That's kind of the bottom line Yeah, to me. I was giggling at it. I mean, because he didn't, he didn't want to be what it was. Right. Like, you know, it would only have been better had he been a gnome. Right. Because if Dennis wants A, then I want to see Dennis get Z. Right. Like, that's what makes it funny. If Dennis wants A, I want to see him get eaten by alligators. Which we... we... <laughs> We've established that. So that's I, that really is pretty much the end. Like it, It's kind of abrupt, actually, because really yeah. most of the lead-up to the end is focused on the whole Denise thing. Right. And then Tim just kind of says, like, hey, let's all calm down and let's focus on finding the real enemy here, Mordred. And that's right. pretty much the end. So that's it. So where's... First off, Mordred is 100% in the, in the uh, Four Horsemen's tower. You think so? If he's not, he's an idiot. Because, I mean, that's where all of those enchanted magical items are. That's where all the good shit is. It's free. It's in barrels. Well, I'll raise some questions. As I mentioned earlier, I've already started book four. Okay. Um, and one of the first things that's happening at the at the beginning of Don't the, tell me. I'm Don't not going to give you plot points. Don't tell me, tell me you... nothing. No. <laughs> Let me get this out, okay? So, at the beginning of book four, that's kind of what everybody is discussing. Okay. Like, where is they're Mordred? trying to figure like, out where he is, and they're and they're trying to discuss from a game mechanic standpoint. Like, there's a big argument about like, well, he's the CM, so would he come in like wielding all the power of a CM? Would he be like a twentieth level, you know, person? Or the other half of that argument is no, 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 no. When you come in the game, you're a first level character. Right. That's how the game works. That's what I. That's what I was thinking. Was but, like but he's going to be a level a, one. But there's a fifty-fifty. Like half the people think that. Half people think he's probably already like a godlike figure. Okay. You know, and then there's different thoughts on how they should respond based on which one is correct. Okay. So, and that's that's it. It's just it's a discussion like putting out those different possibilities. Hmm. 
I, listen, man, if my whole thing, like my idea there is it, assuming that he's a level one character when he pops in. Right. And I mean, I, I, I guess. And I won't tell you which one is correct, but that's, those are the, th- those are the two camps. I, I'm, I'm definitely in the level one camp. Okay. I'd like to see what happens there. I think that would be like more. So that's, like, that's a prediction. Your, your cavern master or your dungeon master or whatever, they always put in their own shit. They put in their characters. Right. Well, because they even discuss, like, well, the people who are opposed to that idea are like, well, how would that be? Mortar didn't have a character sheet, and they're like, well, you know, Chaz and Catherine and Stacy, like, the game just decides if you don't And Dennis and Randy. Basically, like, like a randomly generated character. Yeah. So, Hmm. but that's, you know, it's obviously all going to be revealed in book four. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, which I'm excited for. Um, Character classes. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Randy's a fighter. Okay. Um, just like his physical description being like, I've Used got to be abs, in shape. I got abs for the first time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is that, he talks about that in the, and, and I think that's, that makes sense for him. And he's like, described that way when we first meet him in real life, that he's someone who like used to be handsome. Yeah. Like, used like to at, be in shape, at some point in his life, go. he, you know, was like somebody who lifted weights and was, you know, strong and all that. And stuff. you can kind of understand that that all kind of does, um, jive with his character in real life. I don't mean the character in the game, but like his character as a person that you'd imagine that if he did take good care of himself and try to be good looking and appealing, you know, cause he's, yeah. he's a gay guy and he wants to look good. Um, but then he gets this sex offense on his, on his record and he's kind of like, well, my romantic life is over. Yeah. You know, so like, what's the yeah, point? That makes sense. And it's kind of ruined his, ruined his life. Um, so you're predicting fighter for Randy. Fighter for Randy. Okay. Uh, what about, what about Denise? I wasn't sure. I'm still not sure. Yeah, because there's really no good I mean, way to like, predict this. Um, I don't think she's going to be a magic user. I don't think she'll be like, you know, a wizard, a sorcerer. Um, right. We know a she's summoner. a dwarf. We know she's a dwarf. So not only she's is she a dwarf, female, she's a dwarf. Nice. Um, and how about Stacy? Stacy, I thought, I mean, she lost a sword. Stacy's the only one through the end of book three that we actually really get to see function in the game for any period of time before the book is over. Right. And she was sneaking around. Mm -hmm. She had a sword. Mm -hmm. It got taken away. She does get another one. But she doesn't doesn't use it, though. So I don't know. She gets a Vorpal sword, yeah, but she doesn't use it. But she she had one before she lost it. Mm -hmm. So that means she's got to know how to use a sword. So she's a class that can use a sword. I don't know that I would necessarily agree with that. So I'm I'm thinking, I was thinking Ranger. I'm trying to argue with you on this without letting my foreknowledge affect what I'm saying but just on the basis of what you're saying I don't know that that ought to be considered a clue because she just the fact that she possesses a vorpal sword she never tries to wield it, it it's she the, just grabs it it's not a she, druid before, a monk before she um, anybody can pick up when a it says sword. it says in the book that before that when she gets caught by the um, the horseman mm-hmm. she had a sword and it got taken away by the horseman. The horseman took away her sword. I don't see how that's conflicting with the point I'm making. And so, anyone can possess a sword without respect to class. Like, I I'm suppose, about, like, but I think like if, you're, if your character is going to be... I mean, you when you start a game, you get stuff that is important for your character. Right? Um, Like the starting package. Yeah. 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 And so like... But a Vorpal sword wouldn't be in the starting package. The Vorpal sword it. wasn't. It was just a regular sword. Oh, and she grabbed the Vorpal sword because she was like, "Oh, I had one of those. I should probably grab another one." I see. 
And so she grabbed that one. I misunderstood your point. Um, and I must have missed that entirely, that she had a sword in the first place. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I thought that she would she would be like a ranger mm-hmm. based on based on that, maybe. Because she is stealthy. Okay. She's smart. Right. Um, you know, I'm well, and she's she's definitely like she's using some charisma skills. She's using some dexterity skills. I see her using a lot of different skills. It's kind of hard to really pick. Yeah. Them. So I, I mean, I, I pegged her as, as a ranger. Like that's where I landed off her Stacy, but I'm probably wrong and that's cool. Whatever. Right. Um, here's here. Let's, let's do a prices right type of thing where I won't tell, I won't tell you what any of them are or aren't, but do you want to know if you got any right? Yes. No. Perfect. <laughs> Very good. Isn't that how they do it on the prices where I yeah, have to like wait for the bell? I love like, it. You know. That's great. Okay, so I'm totally wrong. Totally, totally wrong. You but actually, you know what? I was super game. right on my first prediction. So the predictions for book two. Right, that's true. Like, I did awesome there. You so did, I'm okay did. with not doing great for my predictions here. But no, and it's so hard because it's so much of it is a shot in the dark. Too. Yeah, I mean, it there's is. what? There's it like is. eight base classes or some, sure. somewhere thereabouts. Oh my God, and there's so more. So you have like more. a one in eight shot for each one. Yeah. You know. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if you just literally picked one class and guessed that class for all three of them, you'd still yeah. statistically yeah. not get any of them right. <laughs> <laughs> like, even if you just said fighter, fighter, fighter. Yeah. Fighter, know. fighter, fighter. Yeah. Yeah. All but, three um, of them fighters. I, I really I really like what all of them wind up being. Um, there's a couple in particular that I think you'll you'll really enjoy, but I won't. So I won't spoil nothing. So now that we have unburdened ourselves of the requirement to store any mental, yeah. you know, knowledge of book three, we can dive into book four. And, and I be, will. Yeah. That's that's the plan for this weekend. Do you have any other predictions, Nick? Where do you see things going, big picture-wise, for the failures and for everybody well, else? The, okay, so the first time I made a prediction that wasn't correct, I said that they are going to be splitting off. Oh, right. I do remember that. And that ended up not being correct. I mean, they did, like, sort of go on their own sort of hijinks in right, but different not because directions. Of, you predicted that they would, like, basically have infighting. And, yeah, and I figured for... Yeah. I'm going to reset that. Okay. I think that I think that Tim and Dave, are, they're going to have some conflict. I'm predicting some conflict there. Um, I think Tim is going to completely fuck up anything that he has going with Stacy. For sure, without a, without a doubt at all in my mind, like anything that's that he's got going there, she's just gonna be like, "Oh my fucking god!" Well, what I'll tell you is that you will get an answer to that prediction relatively quickly. Then, uh, um, the the rest of them are gonna keep doing their own shit. Like Cooper, Julian, um, they're gonna be. I mean, like, I don't think much is gonna change there. Right. Um, I really like the way this I'm, book ended. I'm interested it's... in seeing sort of what Gooseswaddle does now. Yeah. Because he's got this knowledge of another world. And that's going to that's gonna be a big deal. You can't give a wizard that kind of, that kind of information. Right. And I mean, and he's going to be going back and forth. Because what's going to stop him from going back and forth? I agree with you on that. And what's going to stop him from maybe visiting, you know, Arby's? Arby's. (laughs) What's going to, like, what's, there's nothing that's going to stop him from going back and forth. Right. And Because now he has the mental image of where he wants to teleport to. Yeah, and he'll just zip right there. Yeah. And then, you know. Which we'll, we'll, when we talk about Um, before, we can kind of come back to it. But I guess that's sort of also informing my criticism of why the failures don't bring anything back with them. Yeah. It's, it's It's a minor spoiler, but it's not a big one, Nick. Just to tell you, like, 
that Goose Waddle does go back and he, and he does bring shit back from the real world, which is part of why I'm like, okay, so that so clearly that's possible. Yeah. And it makes okay. me think, but again, the failures didn't know whether it was or wasn't anyway when they yeah. were making that decision, which is part of why it's a criticism for me. Um, and I am prejudiced by the fact that I do know that Goose Waddle winds up doing that. Yeah. Um, but that even if Goose Waddle didn't do that, it would still beg the question, why didn't the failures even try to bring anything useful back? Honestly? Yeah. They're fuck-ups. <laughs> that's, that's probably the best explanation that I mean, can be like, given. They, like, they... <laughs> They're idiots. They went, they went out to eat with no money. Well, no. Like, no, 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 no. That's not right. Randy had money. That, because that's what they say. Like, Randy accidentally goes into the game, and Tim says, oh, shit. Like, Randy was the only one that had any money, so yeah. now we don't have money. Yeah. So they did go okay. in with I money. I mean, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, I think, like... I Let's give know. them a little credit, Nick. No. They may be no. horrible, horrible, Absolutely horrible, not. racist, misogynist pieces of trash, <laughs> but they would not dine and dash... <laughs> A fine establishment like the Waffle House. How dare you suggest know, such a thing? I know, I know. I'm, I'm a garbage person too, you know. I guess we all are garbage people in our hearts. In so. our hearts, but. In our hearts, but? Yeah. Okay. Um, Noah. What? Do we, do we have anything else to talk about? I don't think so, really. Um, this was this was good stuff. We're actually, we're a little shy of an hour, but not by much, so we're, we're doing good. I think this was a good, I think two episodes was good for book three. I think so, too. Um, book four, I don't know. Like We may actually have to do three, um, maybe is three. It, is it girthy? Well, it's... it's, it's Meaty? Through, Lengthy? Through the first four books, it's by far the longest book. Okay. I think they kind of start to get longer and longer because like Bevan just clearly starts to really gain steam and confidence as an author. Okay. And just the books get longer and, um, in many people's opinions, better. Okay. So, like, because I think the first two books are both really short. Three is a little bit longer. I think it's like a... Because I measure everything in terms of time on Audible. Okay. I think the first two books are both, like, like six or seven hours a piece. The third book is, like, eight or nine uh, the fourth book is, I think, over ten. Okay. And then the fifth book is like a, even longer than that still. And then the sixth book, I don't know, because the sixth book isn't out on Audible yet. So, but I, I suspect. And you read I, it like a caveman, well, yeah, staring, I, staring at a leaf and hallucinating. I did some real um, hillbilly math though, because I was like, well, how long should I expect it to be? So I looked up what the page count is, and then mm-hmm. compared the page count to the other books and it's it's by far the longest book yet which oh, is wow. awesome book six is awesome okay um so is book four so we'll, we'll yeah we'll at, get there on the next episode of the chicken hut we will start off with book four um i kind of mentioned it briefly last show but we we may start looking and by we i mean i um, yeah. may start doing some little bonus episodes with some of the listeners to address some of the short stories we haven't really talked too much about the short stories now. we haven't um, but i can just tell you they're non-canon i think officially um, they don't really conflict with the canon, but I think officially they are non-canon. And really, all of the short stories take place chronologically somewhere in the neighborhood of book two. We're okay. Like, we're like, it's, and it's always pretty much just the four core failures. Okay. You know, Tim, Julian, Dave, and Cooper. And all that really happens in the short stories is they go out on some, like, one-off quest, you know, like, basically a mini-campaign. Yeah. And there's peril, and there's laughs, and then at the end of the day, it's like a half-hour sitcom. Like, everything gets wrapped up. Okay. But they're they're so fun. Um, some of them are, like, the titles themselves are, like, half the half the genius of them. Nice. But, um, so, yeah, we talked about um, maybe having some of the Facebook fans um, of the books and of the show, you know, coming on with me on, on Skype. We're just about ready to crack that mystery of how to do that so Very i think that'd be a lot of fun um and then maybe subject to your availability we could have you on those shows as well it depends it yeah. depends it depends yeah so i think that's just about uh that's just about it i think it's just about everything we got it's closing time at the chicken hut 
Um, but be sure to check us out on social media. We are at Chicken Hut Pod on Twitter. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Um, email us, chickenhutpodcast at gmail.com. As always, support the author. If you don't own the books, um, you know, and I get sharing the books, but like, buy them. I mean, yeah, buy shit. Especially the one, they're like 99 cents, I think, still they, on they're, Kindle. They're not anymore. Oh, they're but, not? Yeah. Well, they're no. worth every penny of whatever they Yeah, cost. I mean, I think I spent, it was like $20 to get all six. Yeah. And that, I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Right. Or so. if nothing else, if you bum somebody else's, you know, audible password or whatever. And I, you know, people do that kind of stuff. Or if you but go to the library. Maybe go on uh, Bevan's website and buy something if yeah. you didn't pay for the books. Just, yeah. to, you know, to make yourself sleep at night. Buy some fucking merch. Buy some merch. Because it's actually really good stuff. Yeah. So do all that. Do all of that stuff. And um, you know what? If you If you bought the books and if you bought the audibles and if you bought them for your Kindle, buy some fucking merch anyway. Man, Nick really is aggressive about the merch. Just fucking get it. You should see the look on his face. I'm that's like a natural twenty intimidate check every time he says but and he always drops the F bomb. <laughs> Guys, Nick will come to your house and like punch you in the kidney if you don't buy I'm really afraid for your I'm a, safety I'm a if big you don't guy. if you don't buy some merch. Why do we even give a shit? Like it's the like we get any of that money. Like, we, we don't. We should have we chicken don't. merch. We don't, but like you know, like who cares? Who like, cares? You know, if, you know if like, the thing is this: this kind of stuff doesn't get done if people don't like it, right? And the way you show someone that you're into shit now, right? Right. Is you fucking buy their merch. And we're here in the first place because we're fans, right? You know. Well, you're a fan, and you invited me along, and I'm becoming a fan. That's good. I've definitely I've introduced this book to probably five or six people. Oh, that's cool. At this point, yeah. Like Bevan, he's he's I think he's a, he's a great author. He's very very funny and like very. One of my former students decided to like read it after yeah. listening to the first podcast yeah. right and he was like yeah i'll read along and he like, generally seems like a good dude holy shit yeah cool kid so do all that stuff um and i'll shut up now so uh, come back next time we're gonna dig into book four which i believe is the phantom pinnace which you know i know take some time to digest that nicholas i've got it so we'll see you guys all next time thanks for thanks for coming back thanks for listening um if you don't come back next time uh, as Cooper says, I will be really, really angry. I said that like you, Nick. Yeah, good. <laughs>